This is my tribe. 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 What's up? Welcome to the Tribe Night Messages podcast. Tribe Night is for students who are curious about faith and eager to discover how a relationship with Jesus could change their lives, their schools, and the heartland. For more information, follow us on Facebook and Instagram at cstone.students or text tribe to 94000. Hope you enjoy the message. I hope all of you are having a great night and that your ears are now working. Amen. 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 Some of you look extremely tired. Um, If you were here for the lock-in, we had a really good time. Some of you made it all night. Some of you didn't make it all night. I'm looking at you, Aubrey. Um, (laughs) But I want to just take just a moment tonight to share with you one of the foundational truths that I believe makes Christians different than people in the world. So I'm going to start off by reading a verse to you out of the book of John chapter 13. It says, as I have loved you, so you must love one another. And that's John 13, 34. I believe that love is the essence of Jesus, the essence of our Savior, the essence of what makes us Christian. You see, the Bible says in 1 John 4, 8, that God is love. Before there was anything on earth, God was love. God created everything and put everything into motion because he cared so much for you and for me. And if that truth is true, or if that statement is true, how does that change the way that us, those of us that consider ourselves Christians, interact with people around us? How does that change the way that you interact with your classmates? How does that change the way that you interact with your family and your friends? You see, in the Bible, there is this story of these Pharisees sitting around and they are trying to trick Jesus and they ask Jesus, Jesus, what is the greatest commandment that we need to follow? You see, back In the biblical days, there were all of these rules and ways that you had to worship and ways that you had to approach God and ways that you had to treat people that they cared so much about not getting things wrong that a lot of times they missed people. And in that moment, Jesus responds and says, you're to love God with everything that you are. And the greatest second commandment is to love people. It's one of the things that we say a lot around here, to love God and to love people. Love God, love people. But how well are you actually loving people? If we're called to love our neighbors as we love ourselves, how are we doing? If we were just to take a moment and do a little self-inventory on how we're loving the people around us, would we say that the way that we're loving them is pointing them to Jesus or away from Jesus? The New Testament is filled with a lot of commandments from Jesus, and all of them, or a lot of them, come back to how we treat people. How are you loving people and showing them that Jesus cares deeply for them? 
You see, our human nature tends to be selfish and self-centered. We want a lot of things for ourselves, but God is calling us to live a life of love, to live a life that's bigger than ourselves, to live a life that points people back to the truth of John 3.16. If you've been around church any bit of time, John 3.16 is probably one of the most famous Bible verses out there. It says, for God so loved that he gave. You see, love is not just an emotion. It's an action. It calls you to do something. It's calling you to not just sit on the sidelines and say, hey, I love you. But how are you showing the people around you that you love them? Love is sacrifice. Love is considering the needs of others before your own. Love may begin with words, a simple I love you, but it goes far beyond that into action. You see, most of the time, loving your neighbor as yourself would translate into giving yourself in some way. Whether it's giving your time, giving money, giving or sacrificing something, it causes you to act. And I truly believe that we're never more like Jesus than when we're loving our neighbors. God is passionately pursuing the people around you. So I want to ask you, how are you allowing God to use the way that you love them to pursue them? How are you pointing them to Jesus by your actions, by your words, by the things that you're doing? You see, following Jesus is a life of love. Love calls us to reach out to meet the needs of the world around us. And love compels us to lead people to the only love that really satisfies, the love of Jesus. We'll end with this verse. 1 Corinthians 14.1 says, follow the way of love. Let me pray for you. God, I just thank you for everything that you've done for us. I thank you for sending your son as the ultimate sign of love for broken people. To show us that you loved us so much that you gave your son to die for our sins. I pray that you help each of us do a self-analyzation of our lives to see how we're loving the people around us. To see how we are pointing people back to you, not just with our words, but also with our actions. And as we continue in, prayer, or in worship tonight, I pray that you just help us to not just sing songs or words off a screen, but to make this a moment of worship to you as we recenter our lives to love people better. We pray all of these things in your son's name. Amen.